Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And I'm Nile Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. We are officially a ranked podcast. Oh hell yeah, we did it. We did it, boys and girls. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone in between and outside of those definitions. Thank you very much. Because we are officially in the top 200 of sexuality podcasts for listeners in Canada. Yep, we are in the, the top 200 in Canada, which is... Really cool. Pretty fucking cool. Yeah. Um, so I guess we'll start this off with a celebration and also a big thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. It literally, like, it's not even one of those false, like, it couldn't have been possible without, it literally could yeah, not have been possible. Wouldn't be possible without it, it, you. It's all you guys. So, uh, first, thank you. But secondly, now we're getting greedy. Yeah. Like, we're, we tasted this, this chart. We tasted this. We had chart. the first morsel of success. Yeah, we want to. We want to get higher. So, uh, if you haven't already rated us with five stars, please do. Yeah, and also or get like a bud to do it. Leave a review. Leave any a review. any of your friends that have an Apple phone, just take yeah. their phone from just them and just punch pop them over right to in the in the throat Apple while they're podcast, choking. So. Just yeah. you know, actually, don't assault your friends, but do uh, do leave us a review if you want. That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. Let's get up there. I want to fight Dan Savage. <laughs> I'm going to savage Dan Savage. Yes. I mean, now more savage. Um, I can't remember. Sex with Emily, I think, is the other, the number one podcast. You already, well, it's a joke, because I'm sure you slept with someone named Emily. I, I definitely have slept with an Emily. Yeah. I was going to say, you already have, but that sounds like you've slept with her, and that just sounds rude, and that's not where we want to take this podcast when we're trying to yeah. go up the charts. So we're sorry, Emily. Libel isn't where it's, We're sorry, Emily, case. that I almost said something that sounded bad. Shall mm-hmm. we do it? Mm-hmm. I, I think we should. Okay. Do you have some? Do you want to kick us off? Yeah, we're gonna go with the, the little something from the "Am I the Asshole?" Reddit. Ooh, okay. Uh, Am I the asshole for sleeping naked on top of the covers to teach my flatmate's girlfriend a lesson? By Billy Butt Pimples. Okay. Initial thoughts. Um. I mean, it depends on whose bed you're sleeping in. I think that is the... <laughs> All right. So they say, please bear with me. And they use the appropriate bear for nice. the case. Uh, whether or not they did it on purpose, we don't know. So I'm 21, live with a childhood best friend, 22, also a guy, have done for two years. Up until last week, things are perfect. However, he recently has a new girlfriend, 23-year-old lady, and she seems absolutely great except for one thing. She has a complete aversion to knocking. We have a lot in common. I like spending time with her. However, it bugs the hell out of me when she just barges into my room without knocking. Now, she's walked, she hasn't walked in on me doing anything untoward. I'm usually just chilling on my bed or sitting on my desk. However, on at least seven separate occasions now, she's done a first thing in the morning to ask if I want coffee. I sleep naked. Every time prior to the last one, I've been under the covers and she hasn't seen anything. I point out that she could have, and she just giggles and says, but I didn't. Which did over last week, in order to make my point, I intentionally slept on top of the covers. Sure enough, she barges in at 7 a.m., begins to ask if I want coffee, and sees my you-know-what. She immediately backs out of the room. What did she see? I'm not sure, honestly. All right. What could she have seen? I guess we'll just leave that as a blank for now. Yeah, God. I wish we need were. more context, but... How would we know? I don't know. <sighs> Fucking idiot. Yeah, never mind. Forget the question. <laughs> uh, backs out of the room, wouldn't talk to me. My mate later pulled me aside and said I would bang out of order, accused me of deliberately exposing myself, pointed out that I threatened to do it before. I literally just said, if I had no covers, you saw everything before. Then I'm framing this to others. I'm some sick creep who intentionally got naked and lay in wait for her because that's how I get my rocks off. I'm seeing how it came off that way. Am I the asshole for doing this? Uh, I'm going to have to say a tentative yes. 
Okay. And I will say that because it doesn't sound like he said, like he's never full out said, hey, before you come into my room, do you mind knocking? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think that should have been step for one, just being like, hey, I like you and everything, but like my privacy is important to mm-hmm. me. And before you come into my room, do you mind knocking? Yeah. And if she then said no, and then proceeded to continue to barge in, then it's like, well, you did what you could. Yeah. Um, but to just immediately go to like punishment, quote unquote, yeah. is like you intentionally intended for her to see your dick. Yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. It's like th- at no point in this, does they ever me- do they even mention asking her to stop? Yeah. They say like, you could have seen X or Y, which like, if you're, a, if you don't think not knocking isn't an issue, you're not going to frame it that way. You're going to frame it as like, Oh, good thing I didn't like, yeah, exactly. LOL. Not like a, this is why you should not. Yeah. Um, and also you kind of are like, it seems like really weird to say these kind of like vague things that now I guess seem like threats. Um, yeah. As opposed to just being like, Hey, can we talk about this? And if she's weird about it, then you talk to the roommate and after all those things, then I guess you flash her. But it's right? also strange to like start with the pretense of being like, I really like her. She's really cool. She seems great. I really enjoy spending time with her. Couldn't possibly bear to like broach this subject. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I mean, like, it seems like you're close. It seems like you, this would be a very easy thing to be like, Hey, uh, I really appreciate you coming and asking me for coffee, but, uh, uh, just give me, give me a quick knock. Because, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, maybe I had someone over the night before, or maybe I'm naked, or doing anything. There's any number. Or just, like, mm-hmm. I want my privacy. So, yeah, I, I think this guy is... Unfortunately, I don't think he was an intentional asshole yeah. maneuver. I think uh, I think the, the friend, 100%, has the right to be like, come on, man. Like, this was a deliberate mm-hmm. now dick exposure. The only thing is, it is still wrong to just barge into somebody's room. So 100%. it's like, like if she'd burst in at any other time, like if he was just having a wank, yeah, I I think it would be a hundred percent her fault in that case because yes. this time it it is deliberate, you know. That's that's my only reason of it being, of, of me saying he mm-hmm. is. I will also say that she is also a kind of the asshole in this situation. Yeah, no, that, that's the thing. I think you're both assholes. Yeah, and I, um, I think it's I think it's the most innocent use of the word too like i don't think either of them are maliciously yeah you know unless I mean? this is an elaborate ruse for him to get his rocks off and now the reddit post is him covering up his tracks with his roommate true maybe he's just a or a, maybe it's a double rock saying where now he's admitting that he did it and he's like yeah i did it Ooh, or maybe she was just goading him into doing it maybe she's they're both sex perverts they're perfect for each other this is a romance story Oh man, maybe that's what the boy or the like the friend is upset about. Is or he's maybe like, that's he's like, his God king. damn it! This is beautiful. This is a Hallmark movie. Yeah, maybe he's into voyeurism. Yeah, exactly. Maybe he wants. She hates privacy. He likes to be in compromising positions, and the boy likes to just watch it happen. Yeah, Mass. he he loves compromising positions and also hates privacy. Yeah. Oh my God. No. Um. I, the only thing I'm worried about is that he might have not specified that he already talked to them because it would presumably go without saying because i'm assuming like it it seems bizarre to me that you would jump from asking to just dick out but at the same time we've gone through so many questions we know the sad truth where people are yeah people would rather like do the least confrontational and i use very exaggerated air quotes on least confrontational the one that takes the least effort i guess because it's like they're just lying there with their dick out but 
arguably a lot more aggressive than yeah maybe saying hey again like we say it every fucking week talk to people communicate your issues with people before you move on to punishment Mm -hmm. or actionable sort of like yeah deterrence dick aggression yeah like yeah also like don't wield your nudity as a weapon or a punishment also don't go into people's rooms yeah let's flip it on her now it's like when you are when you're a girlfriend or a boyfriend or or romantic partner staying at your partner's place You are very limited in your, like, you are sort of got like a, you know, a five foot tether to the person you're with. Mm -hmm. You don't really get the option to like. Unless it's their room. Wander around the house and like open doors. definitely, like, I wouldn't go into my roommate's room. Yeah. Let alone my fucking significant other. And if they did, I would be very upset with them. Yeah. Because like, I would fucking hate that. If somebody came into my room. I'd be like, what the fuck are you... I would lose it. Yeah, especially because you know? this is a, a, a new relationship as well. Yeah. It's like, even if you get along... Like, yeah. it doesn't matter how well you get along with someone. It's no. still, like... It's, it's not cool. It's an invasion of privacy. Yeah. And, like, you need to... Like, that... The friend definitely needs to sit her down and be like, hey... Yeah. I know you're really comfortable with me and my friend, and I know you're really comfortable here, but there are still boundaries, mm-hmm. and his, oh. his room is off limits. Also, like, you can knock on the door and just yell through, like, hey, do you want coffee? Yeah. That's that's very easy. It's, I, she, it's wanted, she wanted type. to see a butt. I mean, maybe. She maybe wanted, she's also just a straight-up sex pervert. She wants to see a butt. I don't know. I would never do that. Like, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's an asshole. Yeah, I feel like it's a, it's a failure on all three parts. Like, one, the girlfriend barging in. Yeah. Two... The roommate just deciding that the first course of action <laughs> is to expose himself. And three, the, the friend For not... being oblivious of all this. Yeah, not sort of setting boundaries and being like, hey, maybe yeah. maybe don't barge into my roommate's room when you're here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like before Amanda and I moved in together when we were sort of like, you know, on the cusp and, and finally like very serious and, and she gave me a key to her place. I had like an existential crisis every time I used that key. Mm-hmm. Um, even if she was home, you know what I yeah. mean? I would never fucking do it if she wasn't. Yeah. Um, but like, I was always worried that I'd, I'd go in and one of the roommates would be sitting up in like and the living like, room oh, cool. and just be like, hi. Yeah. And and it's like, I got along with them and I liked them. True, but you know it's, what I mean? it's their space, but, right? But it's still like, I'm not supposed to be able to just walk in yeah. whenever, you know what I mean? At least if you saw Amanda come down the stairs, mm-hmm. you know that she was coming to get someone. Yeah, but this is the thing, me. whenever I had someone's key, like, I, I never used it because if they're there, they would let me in, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, they wouldn't be like, I'll just walk in because I, I feel like that's really rude, you know what I mean? You don't want to like, because it's a very, like, it's almost like an act of ownership, just, like, opening the door, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and, and we would communicate that, but, like, I don't want to make your roommate feel uncomfortable or vice versa. So, like, whenever those rules were whatever, like, you had one, and it might just be for emergencies. It might just be for convenience. It might just be, like, if you're leaving before me, you can lock the fucking yeah. door on, you know? Um, but we definitely wasn't, like, a, I'm lazy, I'm in my room, just let yourself in. Because that's kind of like, hey, this is my place, too. Yeah. Which, which is not, you know? It is not. Um, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's it's wild to me. Like, I've also, I've, like, had sort of, like, very casual, sometimes one-night stands or, you know what I mean? And, like, they've gone into my fridge or, like, just, like, what do you do? I would never, like, just go into, like, I wouldn't even go into your fridge. You know what I mean? Like, it's just a weird thing to do. Like, that is, 
Like, I wouldn't just open up your fridge and start rummaging around. Like, yeah, like, I feel weird even just water grabbing myself a water when I come over. Yeah. And I'm sweaty as fuck because I just cycled, like, 30 minutes uphill. And Yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's just, like, you need to you need to understand the boundary. Like, everyone needed to learn boundaries of this situation. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's... Did I ever tell you about, like, the date where, like, it was my first Tinder date and we... She was like, I'll just come to your house. And I was like, no... Yeah. <laughs> like what she was like yeah i'll just come to yours and i, I just didn't really want that because like i don't know who the fuck they were i was like i'll meet you at the bar down the road whatever and they're pretty cool so we did eventually go back to mine at one point like i was in the bathroom i come out she's not in the living room i hear a noise from the kitchen and she'd gone into my freezer opened my pierogies had poured them into one of my pots which wasn't even mine it was my roommate's pot poured water in it and just started cooking them and while they were cooking she started scrubbing my stove i was like what are you doing? She's like, oh, I figured, like, you know, uh, like, because of my background, like, I know how to make pierogies properly. Like, I'd cook you up some. And I was like, but they're mine. And also, you didn't even know they were mine. I have a roommate. It could have been their pierogies. Yeah. And, like, also, I never said I was hungry. Also, why are you cleaning my stove? That's what horrifying. are you doing? I, she also pulled a knife, not on me, but she later pulled a knife out of her bag. And I was like, is that in case I was creepy? Ha, ha, ha. And she was like, yep. And I was like, but you invited yourself to my place. Yeah, like, if, if you think that the necessary precautions to inviting yourself yeah. to someone's house is to bring a knife, maybe don't do it. And, like, I get it. Maybe you want to feel safe or whatever, but, like, at the same time... If you want to feel safe, Maybe don't, then meet in a public place, like I suggested. Yeah. Don't cook their pierogies. It was so bizarre, man. That I don't know what I would do. It was like, I, was, I once had repair guys come in and just, like, straight up just open a bag of chips. And I'm like... Your chips? Yeah. No. Like, he literally just, like, went into my closet and, like, started eating the chip. And I was like, what Dude, are that's you a, doing? That's a baller move. He owns your place now. That's <laughs> I like, miss why I had to move. That's the dog equivalent, just pissing. Yeah, I was just it's like, like... crunch. Hey, man. It's my house Like, now. those are... Those are mine. And he's like, oh. <laughs> what? He's surprised? Like, Where did you... What are you doing? Put him back. Did he know you were there? I think so. I'm almost positive he did. <laughs> so bad, man. People are fucked. I I always like it's like a very Irish thing to offer like if somebody comes in to your place, offer them a cup of tea. No matter what. So like if my landlord's in to like look at the alarm or like uh repair guys in to whatever or like when the guy was setting up my internet, I always offer someone a cup of tea. And they always look at me like I'm a fucking crazy person. So yeah. I'm like, okay. It's not a thing you do over here. Yeah, I mean, like, if someone's working hard, I'll offer them, like, a glass of water or just be like, hey, like, here are two cups. Here's a packet of chips. Um, if you're thirsty, please help yourself. There's, you know, cold water yeah. in the fridge. Um, but, like, that's not an invitation to just, like, rummage my cupboards no, and fucked. then decide that, yes, some sweet chili heat Doritos <laughs> <laughs> would, like, hit the spot right now. That's horrible. Um, all right, let's do another question. No, no, we're back on this chip thing. I'm never getting over that. Um, this is posted by Reddit user Wiggle Jiggleless. I love that Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, right? Um, this is from a 20-year-old female saying that her 20-year-old, or a 21-year-old female saying that her 20-year-old boyfriend would break up with her if she got breast augmentation surgery. Um, so I have what is known as tuberous breasts, where during puberty, the breast tissue doesn't develop like it should, the breasts develop droopy, and the areolas are large and not proportional to the size of my breasts. My plastic surgeon has confirmed that th that's what it is and told me that if I wanted to correct it, surgery is the only option. The surgery would include releasing the constricted tissue and then an implant would be placed above the muscle. 
I'm extremely insecure of my breasts. Always have been. Because I know they don't look normal. Uh, I just want to be confident when I, with my body and feel sexy when I take my shirt off. I mentioned this procedure to my boyfriend and he immediately shot it down. He says he doesn't want to be with a girl with, quote unquote, fake boobs. He wouldn't even listen to me when I said how gross I feel um, or how gross my breasts make me feel. 100% plan on going through with the surgery. I told my doctor up front that I did not want lar large breasts, just full breasts, and he told me that was absolutely achievable. Boyfriend still does not agree. My appointment is in April. Um, it's a, you know, anniversary and three days before my 22nd birthday. Please tell me if I'm doing the right thing. Is there any way to explain to him how this makes me feel? Any advice is appreciated. So, I guess, in my opinion, either he's being a dick or he's trying to be not a dick. And the trying to be not a dick is him probably, like, if he doesn't understand it, because I'm assuming he thinks your boobs are fine, right? So he's probably saying, like, oh, like, I don't want fake boobs, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's probably a roundabout way of saying yours are good or, like, he likes them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe he doesn't want to be like, hell yeah, fake boobs, sign me up. Because in his mind, that would make it feel shitty. You know what I mean? Like, oh, thank God you're fixing them. Oh, great. Like, maybe that's where he's coming from. Maybe it's know. like, uh, maybe, I don't know. Because the I thing feel is... Like, I don't know. I feel like if that was, like, it would be... Again, this is all filtered through the question asker and everything. Yeah, I, but I, like, I just I feel like... like the the tactic there would have been or at least like it would be clear that you know oh my boyfriend thinks they're fine as they are or is trying to convince me that i don't need to fix mm -hmm. them as opposed to being like if you get fake boobs i'm leaving you which seems to be the ultimatum yeah. he's giving her well he did say i don't want to date a girl with fake boobs not i don't want to date you if you get them and again like i i don't want to be this like i it, it's always like you have to like kind of interpret the questions because you weren't there for the conversation, right? Yeah. You don't really have context. We're getting what she said. I just like, if we're looking at it optimistically, maybe he is trying to reassure her. And like, maybe he doesn't know whether like, it's like a trick question or like if he answers a certain way, whether he'll hurt her more or whatever, like it, you have to be there. That's a possibility. Yes. If he's a dick, you just got to do it anyway. Fuck him. Like, if, I think if it's what you want and need for your own kind of, like, self-happiness, like, then the relationship isn't worth it. Yeah. I mean, you like, I, I think regardless of what scenario, whether he is or isn't, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like, in, in both those scenarios, if this is what you want to do... Uh, oh, yeah. Do well, she, uh, the good thing is she says she's going through it anyway. Yeah. Um, I do think communication is a key here because, like, the fact that she's coming on and asking and being like, what could I do or blah, blah, blah makes it seem to me like they haven't had because if you've had that conversation like fully you've had it right yeah. i don't really feel like i'm just worried with because she does say he immediately shot it down it might be like he just refuses to talk. like it might be as much as one person wants to communicate yeah. if someone doesn't want to participate in that conversation mm -hmm. um i like she does say that like she wants to sort of he might not understand what this means to her yeah and i think a good way to do it is is frame it in something that he would understand. You know what I mean? Be like, hey, imagine that you had a micro penis mm -hmm. and I had no problem with it. But yeah, but you but you it, it's like absolutely you know, just did damage to your self esteem and your self worth mm -hmm. and everything. And not someone, that we're saying having a micro penis. No, is absolutely bad, not. Obviously. Um but but you know what I mean? And but then someone said, Oh hey, by the way, we have something that can that yeah, can, we can make you feel better. Mm -hmm. Um 
would you do it despite the fact that I'm saying like, ah, oh, I would never want someone with yeah. a, like a penis enlargement or whatever. It's like, would that alter your stance on something that will remedy something that mm-hmm. makes you so unhappy? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like you really got to like try and get people to understand because some people are really bad at being empathetic. Yeah. So you got to try put yourself in their shoes and give them a scenario maybe they can relate to. Um, and if you can't, you can't, whatever you, you do need to have this conversation in not a passing sense. You know what I mean? Like if he is immediately shutting it down, don't let him be like, look, no, this is important. Like we really need to have this conversation right now. And if he's still being like, whatever, like you, you really need to impress on him the importance. Like, I don't know if he's a massive asshole, a bit of an idiot or just really clumsy with his words because it's gotta be one of the three, if not all of them. Yeah. Um, like maybe he doesn't realize the severity either in that you're actually going to go through with it or that you actually feel so badly about the situation. Um, you know, yeah, or even like just I, like I've compared- seen people make dumb fucking compliments that they think are like, are nice, you know, and- like, Oh, I don't want to date a girl with like fake boobs. Like as in like your means you're great and your boobs are yeah. more than sufficient for me, but like not out of, you know, not out of that head yeah, to yeah. you. It's like, well, fuck me, I guess. Right. Like, yeah. Maybe that's what he meant. I hope. I I just optimistically really hope that's what he meant. Yeah. And if he refuses to date you, then fuck him. Get rid of him along with your insecurity because... That's what, yeah, I was like, going to add that. It's like if he if he just repeatedly will not have this conversation, then don't wait for the surgery yeah. and see what oh, he God, does. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Get, don't, don't be like, well, I'm going to get it and maybe he'll stick around. It's like, He no, doesn't deserve he's, he's anything further. He's sticking around. Yeah, yeah. It's like, get rid of him and then... New you, take, new take a whatever. little solace and being like, hey, I'm I'm crushing this insecurity. I'm, you know what I mean. And you're gonna go in with like, you've got this something that you've you've wanted a long time. Hopefully, a new perspective. Hopefully, some mm-hmm. more self confidence. And find someone that that's gonna respect you for your decisions and and like you for who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I say that I know a lot of people will be like, well, if people liked her for who she was. She wouldn't have to get this augment, but it's well, like it's nothing to do with other that, people. That, exactly, that's my point. It's like there are people who get plastic surgery and reconstructive surgery and augmentation and shit, um, and it's not to appeal to other people. Mm-hmm. It is to appeal to yourself and to to uh, improve your own self image, yeah. and, and that's fine. If you're doing something, if you're getting plastic surgery in order to become more uh, attractive to your boyfriend, I think that's when it becomes problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, or to look like a certain type of person that a certain type that's of person prefers. Yeah. Uh, that's the problematic aspect of sexual or uh, plastic surgery. Yeah. If you're just like, if you really have such a bad insecurity and you feel like doing something like this will will help, like I doubt it's a decision made lightly, um, yeah. then then do it. And like, I think, you know, the you can kind of start a fresh chapter in your life and like maybe having a break around all this because like surgeries are scary you know what I mean like 100% no part of this is going to be easy um, and that might be temptation to hold on to someone who's quote unquote there for you yeah but it doesn't sound like this fucker is and also maybe it will be better without his bullshit so you could just focus on yourself and be positive because it doesn't sound yeah. like he is being positive. Yeah, because now you're going to be filled with doubt and being like, well, what if it's not, what if it's exactly. worse? And like, what if the first time he sees them, he makes a fucking comment and then where's your self-confidence going to be then? Exactly. You know what I mean? So if he's not 100% cool and on board, get the fuck rid of him before you go through this because yep. I think you, you'll you be happier and healthier doing it by yourself. Yeah, don't, don't wait for like the, well, we'll see how he feels. No. Maybe he'll change his mind. Don't don't bother waiting for that because that's because if if his opinion of you 
depends on your new boobs, he's not worth shit. Absolutely. Because your boobs aren't you at all. It's the same situation when people have to get breast reduction surgery. Yeah. Like I had a friend who I've known oh, for years, like mm-hmm. uh, junior high, I met her. Yeah. And it was always a thing where it's just like, oh, she has giant boobs. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously by the time she, you know, hit her mid twenties, early thirties um, or late twenties, like she was in like crippling pain. Yeah. Like her back was so fucked. A friend of mine is actually, she just posted up yesterday that she's getting that. Yeah. So, so she, uh, she got him done and, um, her boyfriend, oh, fuck, what did he say? It was something terrible. And literally she broke up with him on the spot, Good. but it, it was something along the lines of being like, why would like your boobs were the best part of you or like mm. something, something really, 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 really fucking stupid. Or like, <sighs> like why so would dumb. I date someone with small, like, like your your boobs were the most you know what I mean like it was it was something being like oh your boobs were what gave you value to me can we capoeira back to that moment and just slap him I honestly feel like she dealt with it well oh, enough yeah, yeah. You know no I mean? of that, course like, of course um, there are nine times that it, yeah I'm sure there are plenty of times where we could go back and like people would have stuck around for that but like nothing nothing made me prouder than when she was just like. Yeah, I'm not with him anymore. I was like, oh, you're the best. Like, yeah. I'm so glad that, that, like, this isn't, like... Some people are so tone deaf. Or or just assholes. Or just idiots. Or just, like... Yeah. I just don't understand. But, yeah, don't don't be those people. It's weird that people, like... And I say people, but, like, nine times out of ten, it is dudes involving boobs who, like... Like, that is what they... Like, they, they grow an attachment to breasts... Or like maybe sometimes a butt, or you know what I mean, like a like a I, large feature, or like a, a boobs prefer- are great, but yeah, like absolutely, they're not like there's no excuse to be a fucking asshole. Yeah, and it's like they almost like once you start dating them, they like kind of put ownership over them, and it's all of a sudden like women need to clear with them, depending on what they want to do Wait, with what them. You, what are you doing on the boobs? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What do you do? It's like no, we have joint custody over those. It's like no, no. no. Women are allowed to do whatever they want with their bodies. Yeah. Uh, this one's kind of long. We'll go for it. Whatever. Uh, this is by Sam is a yam. My boyfriend doesn't think I'm pretty. Yeah, because he's a fucking sweet potato. <laughs> so me, 20, she's a 20-year-old female. I've always been scared about myself. Grew up bullied, grew up chubby, lost weight, and yeah. Never had a great sense of self-confidence. Started dating a boy, 23. We hit it off, I guess, kind of. He's not perfect, but neither am I. Accept him as he is. He's very blunt when he talks, so honest it hurts sometimes. We met online, he never saw my pictures or anything when we first started dating, and we finally did swap photos. I complimented him, and I think he's really cute. Looks don't matter to me, but I just like him regardless. When I shared my photo, he said I looked okay. And yeah, I guess I shouldn't have expected much reaction. We meet in person, he's really nice about it, calls me sexy and stuff, and I like the affirmation he's attracted to me. We go home, and passing conversations, I realize that he doesn't think I'm pretty. Does not above average for the general population. Lovely compliment. But nothing particularly extraordinary. A 6, 6.5 is what he told me. Jesus. Later on, we were watching K-drama, and I was admiring one of the contestants. She's known to be one of the most beautiful women in Korea, and he asks me, what would you do if you were pretty? And that comment made me feel so ugly. I immediately froze up, if, I thought. So my suspicions were confirmed, didn't think I was pretty. Being so self-conscious and uncomfortable with myself already, it's hard to accept this. I don't know what to do. I know looks aren't everything, but if my own boyfriend doesn't think I'm pretty, what am I supposed to do? I can't change the way I look. This keeps coming up. This keeps me up at night. Anxious. About this dumb problem, I don't know why it bothers me so much. Sorry, any advice would be helpful. Hey, I got I got some real quick advice. And dumb. It's him. 
Yes. Yeah. Like this, this isn't this isn't a, like what can I do to make myself pretty no. for my boyfriend? This that's is not a, even a, get a boyfriend who isn't a piece of shit. Yeah, that's not even a I'm not pretty. It's a he's just a dick. Yeah, this sounds like he is wildly insecure in himself and he yep. thinks that the only way to maintain a relationship is to put other people down yeah and is to like whittle your self-confidence down so that you think that the only person you could possibly be with mm-hmm. is him and this is a hundred percent a common tactic it's it's almost like gaslighting 101 yeah you know what i mean like is to is to immediately break someone's spirit and, and self-worth so that they feel obligated to be with you it is a hundred percent bullshit and you need to get out of this relationship because I promise you, it's only going to get more abusive from here. That's a really sad update. What is it? Basically, everyone was like, talk to him. Tell him how you feel. And when she did, he was just like, yeah, I'm sorry. I just thought it was something you'd accepted. Yes. This just she was like, we're going to work through it. I was like, no. No. So if you're listening, and we might have to message you after this. Yeah. That guy's a dick. Like, just get the fuck out of there. Like, I, obviously, would, I would say... I would say he's a step above it. Like, yeah, this is, no, like this I'm, is a sociopath. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, um, that's that's not okay. No, like saying that to another human is not okay. I mean, like even if if I walk, it would be like walking past someone on the street that you didn't find attractive, mm-hmm. pulling them aside and being like, "Hey, uh, you're not pretty." And then just walking. Yeah. And that's, but that's also harsh like, to do to someone you don't know. Yeah. To someone you're supposed to care about. Yeah. To say those also, shit. Like, it, like, I very much doubt he doesn't find you attractive. Also, you know, if he's dating you, I yes. very much doubt he's dating you being like, that ugly bitch. Like, he probably finds you, he definitely finds you attractive. He's just being a dick. He knows your insecurities and he's preying on them. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, like, this is this is the, like, the doorbell to years of an abusive relationship. Yeah, get the fuck out. In which out. you will feel like he is your only option and he will exploit you and abuse you. Mm-hmm. And it might not be physical, but it, it will be mental and yeah. it will be well, emotional. It's already fucking mental you know what and mean? emotional. Like, yeah, like he this is this is like like I said, like it is textbook sociopath. Yeah. And and you I, I want to say narcissism, so much better. Um I'm sure that's a huge like yeah, it just, is, like every possible red flag here is is coming up as the signs yeah. of an abuse. He basically is a red flag factory. Yeah. Get out. Like it's you know the in like the cartoons when you pull a gun and the little yeah. bang symbol comes mm-hmm. out, it's that's coming out of his mouth. Except it's just red flags. Yeah. It's just like every every word he says is just like him just vomiting red, red flags. flags. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, no one deserves that. And no, just get out. And it doesn't matter how attractive you are. No. Like and also from like, an objective scale, it does not matter because I promise you, you will find someone mm-hmm. who finds you attractive. Hundred percent. And also isn't a shithead. Yeah. Like this person. Um, it, it's it's one of Just, those things where people are like, well, like, what if he is true? What, or like, what if he is is telling the truth? Yeah. What, if, what if it is true? What if I am at best a six? It's like, well, well cool. Is like, I promise uh, you, I promise you, if you want to like live your life on that fucking bullshit scale, which we've already it, it, talked it about. Like literally you get five people in a room and you get five other people to walk into the room. Maybe people can agree on like, I feel like on the general consensus of like celebrity to not celebrity, yeah. maybe, but like everybody's scales fucking completely I mean, how different. many times have we been out on nights out and I've been Every. like, look at her and you've been like, what? And you, yeah. vice versa, where you're just like her. I'm like, how drunk are you right now? And like, not even in a bad sense, no, like, no. but more just but like, just like I, one I, of us being like, oh my God, that's the hottest girl yeah. or like, and I mean, like, yeah, she's 
she's, she's good looking. Right. Yeah, she's like, good okay, looking, but like, guess. you know, you, you never realize why that that spark, like the one person being like, oh wow, yeah, and you're like, I, I see something, you know, she's good, but because everyone has different fucking tastes, and like, yeah. on top of that, I'm sure we've mentioned this before, when you meet someone, when you talk to them, that's pretty much when the attractiveness really either peaks or declines because yeah. the personality behind the face and the body and the everything is is everything yeah. you know like i've met people who are like objectively beautiful that people will be like oh damn and honestly i don't I'm find them attractive them, because yeah. they suck yeah and i've met people who maybe initially i didn't like double take but now i'm like oh shit oh yeah, yeah. i'm like damn 100 yeah, yeah it's and and if I feel like there might be a problem if if that if you don't know what we're talking about when we say that, mm-hmm. I think maybe you need to do some self reflection because if someone's personality doesn't skew how attractive they are, yeah, yeah, you, you might need to start putting a little more weight. Might need to be not as shallow. Yeah, like maybe maybe do a little self reflection and mm-hmm. see and see why that is because that, unless everyone you've met is amazing, in which case or terrible. <laughs> yeah, um, um, what I was saying before was. Again, if you want, if you want to like look at the world in this black and white scale of one to them, whatever, mm. I promise you, even if you're a you know a six, there are, there are other sixes out there that aren't garbage. So you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it's, you yeah. Know what I mean, there are people in your you know range or attractiveness or whatever you want to like qualify yeah, this if, as, which if, is a bullshit yeah metric we, anyway. We can all agree that it isn't true, but even if it was, there's not just like you. Like he's not the only person who's like. Yeah, are it's not like, oh, sixes like, are all narcissistic sociopaths. Yeah. If no, you are actually a six, one, there's millions of other sixes, and two, there's millions of other male sixes, and they're probably not going to be shitheads like this guy. Yeah. So, one, that scale is bullshit for, again, I don't yeah, think we can say it enough. It's a garbage metric. Uh, but two, if someone's a dick like this, just get the fuck out, because you're yeah. so much better alone. Yes. And please, then you won't please, be alone, because you'll find somebody fucking this. better. Um, uh, yeah, it was depressing. I didn't being, want to read it out. But. Being alone, I think it's important. Like, these are... I know it's not particularly funny to yeah. talk about, but... But we're not going to shy away from that. No, absolutely not. Um, I've got a question. This comes from Reddit user RobDog1977. Mm-hmm. The question is, hello. And the other question is, what is considered boyfriend material? Is it something that I can learn? I've been told several times, I'm not boyfriend material. Just curious what people think. Uh, well, it's what? 80% nylon, 20% cotton. See, it's funny you say that because I think it's just hundred percent denim. hundred <laughs> percent leather. <laughs> um, I feel like maybe reliability, kindness, you know, uh, I think those are two very important parts. hundred percent. Yeah. I feel like, you know, if people are sleeping with you, yeah, maybe you're hot. Or maybe you're attractive, or maybe you're charming. There's but any like, number of reasons why people would sleep with you. Like it could yeah. be wealth. It could be the fact that like you could maybe be boredom. You have, you have a giant dick, yeah. yeah. Or maybe you're just you know right place, right time. Yeah, maybe you're just like lingering by the exit door and you see someone looking sad and alone. Yeah. Like, hey, hey. But like to date someone, you really need to like commit. And to commit to someone, they need to be nice, reliable kind uh, or they should be anyway yes yeah. i think i think a certain level of maturity mm-hmm. is also required i think i would say probably the number one reason that people are saying that someone isn't boyfriend material is probably immaturity and i mean like 
lack of responsibility or, or lack of commitment. Like someone, if I looked at someone, if I was looking for, I'm going to switch around and say girlfriend because I am heterosexual. But if I was looking for a girlfriend and she was going, burning through jobs like every week because she couldn't keep a job and, and every reason, like it was never her fault. You know what I mean? If it was always like, oh, uh, this person didn't like me, so I got fired. Oh, this person had it out from me. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. if there was no sort of sense of accountability. But that's also like a sense of just unre- being unreliable. And yeah. like, you know, because the thing is like with a relationship, it is constant. So you need to be yourself constant. Yeah. And whether that's in your personal relationships, your the way you act, the way you whatever, like you, you need this kind of like level of reliability. Like yeah. someone needs to be able to see a future with you, be it a month or you know, 10 years or whatever the fuck. Yeah. But like, if you're exhausting or, or like shitty or just like, yeah. you know, if you just don't gel or if you don't, you know, seem like you take things seriously, then you're not going to take them seriously. Yeah, right. Like, like you said, like reliability, if you're, if you're the opposite, if you're inconsistent, if like some days you're super sweet and caring and nice mm-hmm. and then other days you're like, you know, Hey, you're a six. And, what would you do if you were pretty? Yeah. Or, and like, and it, it factors into all things. Like if, if some days you're very focused on like, like uh, let's take sex, for example, if you're very focused on making sure they come first and yada, yada, and some days you just sort of like throw it in, and hop, like, hop on board, get your jollies. Yeah. Get your jollies and then be like, okay, I'm going to go now. It's like, people aren't going to keep you around because for no reason, like it's, I, I think reliability is, is, I think you hit it on the head there. Yeah. Um, and then there's like, like you said, there's, you know, kindness, there's empathy, there's communication skills, there's like all those things that kind of fall mm-hmm. under that umbrella. It might even be like, as you said, like if you, like maturity and that kind of feeds into a lot of things, it's like how you act with people, but also it could be like, you know, do you have like, you know, friends and like a job and like, are you going somewhere? Because sometimes if someone's just stag, you know, if you're going in different directions as well, yeah, you know, you, like you, you might be just fit to chill and be like yeah i'm only doing one course this year i'm gonna do another one course you know maybe i'll graduate in eight years but they're like yeah i want to have my career up and running like you guys probably aren't on the right track you know what i mean etc there's there's a million different things but like in general i think just being like and again this is we're talking very broad general Mm -hmm. strokes here because like there is no magic yeah because i promise you that that someone who's like living in their van and doing weird open mic gigs Paycheck to paycheck. Oh, what's weird about open mic? I mean, like weird open oh, mic. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, like if that's if that's your lifestyle, I'm I'm sure that there is someone out there. Oh yeah, 100%. who thinks that's the coolest fucking thing, um, and and would love to join you on that adventure. This is the thing. It's like I, a lot of places, like, and I know this why this probably might not be the the nicest answer, or at least the most satisfying. Is like if you go to like, and this is why I hate a lot of like the shit on seduction is that. They give you like definites, like you got to be this, this, and this. Yeah, like, you don't, you don't at all. Um, so we can't give you a one hundred percent answer. Like this is boyfriend material because everyone's different. You know, as we just said, there is no like scale. There's no like, oh, you got to be a business guy in a suit. Yeah, I you mean, don't. That's the thing. It's like <laughs> some people hate that. Some people love that. I, you know? I don't think I could ever be with someone who worked a nine to five, who was you know working and saving for retirement. I don't. I don't think that's that's something that would mesh with my my lifestyle or my my personal preferences mm-hmm. or my goals in life. Like, I'm. 
it might be irresponsible, and this is probably some taking some me off someone's <laughs> boyfriend material list. But it's like I'm That's not. Fine. I'm not working to sixty five. You know what I mean? Like my my future vision isn't sixty five. Make sure I have X amount of dollars in the bank so that I can retire. Yeah, like that doesn't that doesn't appeal to me because no. for me, I'm like that. The majority of my life has been sent or spent working towards a date. Yeah, that I don't even know that if I'm you might make. not reach. And also, when you do. Yeah, I mean, have fun. Yeah. We like, all know people who are 65 suck. Yeah. I mean, once you hit I'm 65, joking. you're fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. You're cool when you're 64. Like, those guys know oh, how to man. party. Like, that, they're great. From 61 to 64, you Ooh. are... Mm. You're 65, though? It's like, fuck. That's when the smell starts to say. Exactly. You pretty much, like, can only digest Werther's Originals and Prunes. Mm-hmm. Like, those but are then, the only thing you could eat. But then when you're 70... Oh shit! That's when you swing. That's the upswing. Yeah, there's, yeah, like, yeah. there's like that weird curve. You like you peak at 61 and then just rock bottom out. Yeah, at 65, like lower than you were when you were an infant. Yeah, then you're back up 70. Ooh, baby, party begins. Yeah, and um, this why second puberty. Yeah, get <laughs> <Could> that double <laughs> beard. Yeah, uh, it's an anal beard. Um, I'm going next one. Yeah. Uh. Is it just me or are single people who wish they were in a relationship look down upon? I've noticed this from personal experience. It's almost like being upset because you're single or can't find love is an invalid reason to be upset. Am I crazy by Bend Reed 9? I think if that is your singular focus and all you talk about, I think that is when people start looking down on you. And it's not because... You're single and want a relationship. I think you could replace that with anything. If if you were unemployed and looking for a job and the only thing you freaked out about was your unemployment status or or like anything, you know what I mean? Like well, if, if anything you deemed lacking in your life and that was the only thing you like had that, you know, laser vision, tunnel vision of like, this is the only thing that's making me unhappy. I think everyone will be annoyed by that. Well... I wish, and we don't have the time to go through the comments because they are actively attacking everybody who dares to say that you should be happy anyway. Like, actively, aggressively, like, no, fuck you. Have you not seen the pyramid of needs? It's a fucking need. I'm allowed to need it. So, like, next, it's like, maybe that's why you are single. Because, like, we've said before, it's like, you should be cool being single because, like, you can't, like, relationships aren't a thing you can just go out and buy. They're not a thing you can just go out and even find. Yeah. You know, with any regularity. Like, unless you want to set yourself up for failure. And the thing is, wanting a relationship without wanting a relationship with a person, like a specific person, who you get on well with and likes you too, is is itself an exercise in failure because you'll meet someone the second it hits any of the bare qualifications or the time or if they show interest. If you want a relationship so badly, you'll get into it even if it's not a good one. Yeah. Because if you want a relationship, you want any, you just want a relationship. It doesn't yeah. matter who the fuck it is yeah, or how it is. want to not be single. Exactly. If that's your goal, that the, is that is a problematic goal. And that's the thing. It's like, one, yeah, you should be happy when you're like single and blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, we should all be fulfilled with ourselves. And that's not to say you shouldn't want a relationship, but if you need one, and it's not with like, oh my God, this person I've been seeing who's great. Like, I actually want a relationship with them. That's cool. But if I'm like, I want a relationship, I want a relationship. And I'm like, turn around to you. I'm like, hey, I got one. There's going to be that moment of like, oh God, is it? Yep. Like, why? Is it just cause? And that's, I think, 
the simplest way I can put it, you know? And I think the fact that this person is so aggressively denying that doesn't do them any favors. Yeah, it's... I mean, we've talked about it before, where it's... You... Relationships are a joint venture. Yeah. And it's, and it's a, a... Like, both people need to be in it together. Both people need to be on the same level. And it's also like... If you... If you aren't entirely fulfilled with your life, if there's something that's missing and it's a relationship, you're at like an 80% mm-hmm. or what, whatever deficit you're at. Let's say, let's say you're at 80%. You're down though. That, that partner is now going to have to be giving 120 yeah. in order to maintain this 100% status quo. Yeah. At which point, if they're constantly giving 20% more than they have, yeah. it's going to burn out real fucking quick or it's going to get toxic or whatever's going to happen. Yeah. And I'm not saying that you have to be 100% all the time. No. Like, that's the nice thing about relationships is that those meters fluctuate. 100%. You know what I mean? it's like that's sometimes you're at a low good, right? and someone can give you that extra boost and and vice versa. And like they kind of always level out. But if if you're the only one taking then the person is the only one giving yeah. and eventually that's going to also, be a bad scene. Also, if your standard is like, your your baseline is at this minus because you need someone to come and shore up the gaps in your life, that's not good. If you have a fully functioning life and you have this like, you know, and I'm not talking about like mental illness or anything yeah. like that, you know, I'm talking about just base standard. If you need another person, that's not good. No. You know what I mean? No, relationships need to be based on want yeah. And not need. And, of course, like, if you look at that triangle of fucking things, yes, we all do need companionship and blah, 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 blah. But, like, you know, you, you can be friends and yeah. family and, you know, hookups and whatnot. Like, it doesn't mean you're not a human if you don't have a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Yeah, I would say the most important, you know, uh, fulfillment of that need for the longest time of my life was, was friends. But, like, you know I, I think it also is because, like... You... It's where you break up with friends. Exactly. And also, you get to choose them on, like, family. Yeah. So, it's, like, it's it's a very healthy and strong, you know, relationship that is going to hopefully bolster your life. And, like, if you're lacking all these things, like, it, it shines through if you start being like, I hate that I'm single. Because you then seem like you're trying to put, like, get somebody else to fill up the shit that you should fill. Yeah. I guess. You know what I mean? And that's not to say that if you're together, you can't be, like, lonely or, like, oh man, like, you know, Valentine's Day, everyone's out with their significant others or blah, 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 blah. And you're like, I wish. But it also doesn't mean that you should be like, I need it. I need it now. Um, This comes from Reddit user Upset Straight Girl. How do I clearly I used explain? To date her. <laughs> How do I clearly explain to my boyfriend that I'm straight and not interested in an FFM threesome? For those who don't know what that means, it's female, female, male. No, it's not. <laughs> it's female fridge magnet. Oh. Yeah, she doesn't want to get everything. stuck to a fridge. Uh, my boyfriend and I have been dating for one and a half years and recently revealed his FFM threesome fantasy to me, which I congratulated him for, but he looked at me straight in the eyes and told me he intends to bring another girl in the bedroom for a threesome. At this point, I interrupted him and told him I'm straight and don't see women in that way. He laughed at me and then continued how we should create a Tinder, Bumble account, and check out bars in the town for hunting a unicorn for us to and discuss the boundaries. Now, obviously, I love my boyfriend and I love to please him. It's funny I even gave it feels him, like they already discussed the boundaries. <laughs> I even gave him, quote unquote, backdoor access for his birthday. But FFM threesome, I can't. I don't want my face, hands or tongue near a vulva. 
I don't even want to touch a naked woman's body. Or hell, even being in the same bed uh, naked repulses me. No offense to lesbian and bi girls, I'm straight, and it hurts when my sexuality is ridiculed. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. You, you, no one can, com- like, compel you to be not what you're, like, no. That'd be the same as, like, forcing someone into any sexual act. Just say no. Yeah, it'd be if like approaching a girl and being like, hey, I would love, I'd like, I'm, I'm really into you. Do you want to go on a date? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a lesbian. Yeah. Nope. Okay, cool. But, like, are we going to go on this date? Okay, we're just going to go You're on like, this. I'm going to ha, 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 I'm gonna Wednesday, get Yeah. It's like, no, if if someone has a sexual preference, yeah. they have a sexual preference. It would be like if Amanda... Even, even if you were into, like, let's say you're dating someone and, yeah, you're a guy, so they're probably into guys. You're like, yo, my friend Jeff's going to fuck you. No. Yeah. No, but you're into guys. Even if she was into girls, yeah. it wouldn't fucking matter. Yeah. Because if you, if you don't want to do something... Mm-hmm. You don't know. You don't get to force people into doing things. The fact that this person is just like, it, it seems like they didn't even hear you say that. Yeah, it's is, it's like they're living in like the porn reality. Oh yeah, every girl's like, into girls. Yeah, where it's just like, oh, just be, like, oh no, no, I've seen it. It's like you say you're not, and then you know one of you drops the like feather duster, or you know like someone can't buy the pizza, or and then all of a sudden you guys are just going to town on each other. It's like I know this is how it works. It's like no, no, no. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're right. That is how it works. Um, um sorry, what an idiot. <laughs> no, this is so fucked. I can't even joke about it. I know. I'm sorry, but you need to talk to this boy or. GTF out of this really man this is a dump people That's, episode yeah this is the theme dump everybody it's it's gonna be one of those situations where you you're gonna have to sit them down again and be like hey look Real just talk. so you know a threesome is not going to happen mm-hmm. and if that's a deal breaker for you then perhaps we should go our separate ways. And yeah. it sucks. Like, that's obviously not the ideal solution here. But I think but if, in a situation where this person is going to be like that, it is the ideal situation because yeah. there is no third option. If his if his only response is... <laughs> yeah, but no. Okay, but we'll we'll keep looking. Yeah. Like, maybe we'll find the right girl for you. No. It's like, no. Um, and I think... I think once once you have that like big talk and like a final sort of yeah, like you really hammer it down definitive like this is not happening ever. Yeah. I know you've already said it, but like it might be one of those things where it's like where he thinks, oh, maybe she's got to warm up to the idea, yeah. or maybe next birthday I'll be like, oh, hey, you know, Susan from accounting is, you know, Susan from accounting is never down. You don't know that. <laughs> That's what she wants you to think. God damn. undercover. That I believe, um, but yeah, no, just this guy's a dick. Yeah, because I, I have, I have promise the talk. You, I promise you, he's gonna like, he's gonna be like, oh, hey, let's let's grab drinks on Friday, and you go on Friday, and then there's gonna be a girl there, and be like, oh, where where did what? you come from? Oh, have you met my girlfriend? Yeah, uh, have the talk. Uh, like, don't don't have like don't half have the talk. Just be like straight up laying it down. And if he's anything other than, oh, okay, sorry, I was mistaken. Yeah. Bounce. Yeah, it's like, like okay, a penny cool. thrown against a trampoline, just bounce. Or a quarter bounced off my snare drum tight ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's do one right. more. Uh, boyfriend wants to come on my boobs every time now by AOK 2019. And they deleted it, but I still know the most important part. Effectively, uh, he had come on her breasts once, mm-hmm. 
but now anytime they do anything that's how he wants to end and she's like okay with it the odd time but doesn't want it to just be constant all the time because the cleanup and the fact that he likes to make a big messy scene out of it for quite a while and also I quote say like he like plays in it oh he plays with it yeah Uh, he plays with spreads it around rubs it in everywhere and then won't let her clean it off for a while and on top of that uh, apparently she has she's uncomfortable how large her areolas are and he likes to point out that he's the syrup on her pancakes uh, apparently and she (laughs) that's the reason why I chose this question because uh, I would love to know if this would be an issue if if we just remove that last bit from the equation. Would that be? It's if, still it's still an issue. It just gets worse if that's in it. I know, but I wonder if it would be tolerable. I wonder if she'd be like, "This is okay," but I wonder oh, if it's the pancake you mean for them. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's just it's just the the, it's, the straw that yeah the, came like, on the camel's pancakes. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I get it, man. Like. Coming on boobs. It's, it's weird. I do, why is it so fun? I don't know. It, like, I it's, can't explain I think it. it's like, I think it's, a lot of people don't like having their face covered. Mm-hmm. I get that. And I think it's like, proximally close enough. But, but it's can, also like, it's also like something, it's not common. Like, it's, like during sex, you'd have to sort of really reposition. Yeah. Cover, you know what I mean? But I, even, even then, it's like. Why, why do people love like coming on face coming on boobs it's just like a weird thing that like there, there are a lot of different things to play into it yeah, I don't I think mean, everybody it's... has the same one of those though yeah it's, you know what I mean it's like a control and dominance and mm-hmm. fetish and, and that's the thing there's like so many things yeah. but like so many people have it for different reasons I don't know either way it's fun but oh yeah yeah I don't know I mean just coming anywhere on someone is yeah that's true is, just coming is great yeah um what really weirds me out, and again, I'm not trying to kink shame or fetish shame anyone here, is the like he said fetish shamingly the like the semen finger painting he does. Yeah. After the fact, because like the last thing I want to do after I've come is like get my hands all up in it. Fair. No, I'm not. I'm not disgusted <laughs> by my own cum. I'm not either. But like, I don't want to play with it. What do you do with it? Like, then? imagine you were with a squirter, and then they would just be like, <laughs> just start splashing around in it. Be like, just get their water gun out. Yeah, or like, put their galoshes on and yeah, start stomping like, around. The thing is, how do you make your semen figures if you don't play with it? Yeah, you're going to have to go, you're going to take me on the ride. You don't pull one. out your pocket sand and meld them and make little dinosaurs? <laughs> just get the sawdust. <laughs> I don't know. That's the best I could do with that. I don't do that, guys. I promise. <laughs> Why are we back on 600? <laughs> um, yeah, I, again, dump us. No. I talked to him and be like, hey, one, I don't I think that's a weird ass term. And I feel like you're drawing attention to something I'm all conscious about. So don't fucking do that. Secondly, I don't want it to happen every time because it's messy and I have to clean it up. I'm uncomfortable with it. Yeah. Just lay it out. And again, if he can't respect your wishes, a bye bye Yeah, or run away when he's about to come. Oh, yeah. Just be like, yeah, you ready? All right, cool. And then just push him and run. Do the toilet <laughs> trick where you put, like, uh, cling film over the, or, like, saran wrap or whatever oh. you guys fucking call it, over the board and, like, it sprays their pee back on them. And he'll come and it'll just spray come back on him. And then you play with him and you say, I just done came, I'm syrup on your blueberries because I'm sure he has small nipples. Yeah. Is she a squirter? 
because I feel like uh, yeah, revenge. You could you could you know be like, all right, cool, you've done that now. Uh, Now I'm gonna come all over you, Mm -hmm. or sorry, and then just you know cover them and and be like, yeah, no, 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 don't move. Yeah. Oh no no no, this is going everywhere. Blindfold them, and if you can't squirt, get a jug of warm water, and he won't know. Yeah. Just keep going. Like oh god, he's like shh. You're my water world. <laughs> um, there's, I, just, I don't even really know. Like, there's so many individual, <laughs> like individual parts that we need to address, and I feel like it's very specific to this gentleman. Like, like, just be like one, make him pancakes. Two, let him oh play with them. Oh my god, make him eat pancakes. Yeah, like, be like, okay, cool. Whip out some pancakes, clean yourself up with that pancake, and be like, "There's the syrup. There you go. Fucking pancakes. There's your pancake. Eat it. Do what that girl was doing like episodes ago. Save all your condoms. (laughs) Make him pancakes for breakfast one day. Give him syrup on his pancakes. Yeah, and just squeeze out all the condoms. Do what James McAvoy. (laughs) Um. Ah, God. There's. Yeah, it's a it's a bizarre one. I I I didn't even. I would love to know if she's like. Does he know that she's. Uh, like self conscious about her areola like I don't know I don't know I don't know like but, does like, he think like maybe he finds them really really sexy and this is again like going back to I think our first question where like he just doesn't know or our second question he just like doesn't understand that this is inappropriate to say or that you're self conscious about it or he thinks this is a compliment I don't know I don't know but it's definitely one of those things where you have to you gotta do that post sex chat and be like hey I know you really enjoy this. It's not my favorite thing. We can do it every now and then, but like, wait for my go ahead. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. Like, if if we're feeling if if it's if it's the right time, I will tell you. I will be yeah. like, hey, and also, I want you to cover my tits and come, and it'll be more fun for him because it'll be like a treat. And also, it's like there is nothing hotter mm-hmm. than when someone tells you to do something that you want to do. Yeah, and, and like unprovoked, or unasked. You know yeah. what I mean? If someone is like, come all over my tit. Like, if someone said that to me, like I remember. I think it was actually one of my first Tinder dates. Mm-hmm. We were having sex and she was like, come all over me. I didn't because I was wearing a condom, but I was like. Hot as fuck. You probably oh, finished so, right uh, then that and was there. It. I was like, well, whoop, there it is. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, I can't grant your request, but <laughs> I will let you know that I but have I sufficiently. But I this plastic packet of cum yeah, all over you. I have. I have. Somewhat less hot. Granted but... it within this receptacle. <laughs> Are you a condom? Because if so, I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, just communication. It just, it was too good to not mention. Yeah, you 100% have to be like, hey, this is, this is a once in a while treat for you. Um, And maybe, maybe outline the fact that you're self-conscious about your nipples. Because I I feel like he probably doesn't know that. Yeah, if you are self-conscious about something, especially if it's bothering you in a situation he's involved in and he doesn't know I don't think it's very fair to not let it like again I, yeah, I get it if you don't want to bring it up but like you're going to react certain ways to certain things and if he doesn't know yeah. but he's still being reacted upon as exactly. a result of that like I don't think it's very fair to withhold that yeah. just let him know no like, one can know your hang ups yeah you know um, like there's no he can't way read your fucking mind I'm sure there's yeah. stuff he's self conscious about and yeah. maybe you'll say it to him maybe he'll feel you know, like he's able to to say it to you. Maybe he has a pancake fetish that he never yeah got a chance to explore, and now maybe he can. 
um, this is the thing. It's like, it, like until you tell someone something, they don't know it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, there's no way if someone goes to town on my nipples, they don't know I fucking hate it mm-hmm. until I say, "Hey, cool yeah. with the nipples." It's the worst. Um, and it's and it's one of the, yeah. It's you know if if you were self conscious, but if you, you were getting annoyed just, at them for doing it but never told them, that wouldn't be very fair. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent a shitty thing to do. So, outline what you want. Tell them you don't like things, and if he continues to do it. All right, let's wrap this bad boy up. Do I add this on? You got a new thing for us? I don't know. Yeah. Have you ever heard of the love Reddit? No, I did. it was suggested to me today, though. Yeah, I guess it's just me the other day. Maybe they're like, these guys are browsing a lot of really grim questions. They oh, need yeah, love. no. Like, the things I get suggested now are, like, dead bedrooms, <laughs> love. I saw. I read um, a dead bedrooms one the other day. I don't think we can bring in this podcast. No, too grim. I, no, 100% not. I'm sorry, I, guys. I don't think I will. I will go there. Yeah. Um, I just really want to like read some some of the stuff from the love Reddit because it's it's so good. This probably isn't even as funny as I think it is. Love. Am I the only one who cuddles with one of my pillows, wishing it was my crush? By Nytheria forever. When I take a nap or go to bed, I take one of my pillows and cuddle it tightly till I fall asleep. It's my alternative to cope with the loneliness of her not being the one I'm holding. Am I the only one? Are they? I'm going to say no. Oh, there's a million people replying to this, but the, my favorite is the one person called Banana Mammal who kept commenting on all the people. Like, one person, no, not wishing it was my crush because I don't have one. However, I literally cannot sleep without hugging something. I always feel lonely as well, so it doesn't help. Banana Mammal comments. One way to come over, I like to give and receive hugs. And they're just prowling through this thing, commenting that on everything. <laughs> that's that's true love God for you damn, right there. Banana Mammal. <laughs> banana Mammal. He's going for it. There's also a bunch of quotes, and it's just some really weird shit on there. It's great. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you again, guys. Once again, we started it off. We don't usually do a lot of pandering at the top, but uh, we're just really excited that it's, it's you know, going well. We're somewhere. Um, and and it, again, like Nile said, it's not bullshit when we say we couldn't have done it without you because literally can't do without you and it's it's really awesome um a lot more people are reaching out to us um it's it's fucking it's really really cool um and i'm glad that we can help and i'm glad that you guys are enjoying it if it's if it's just entertainment for you i'm glad we're doing it for you if it's actually helping you if you're passing off the the advice and the information that we're giving that's also really cool um we have uh, we have a bunch of avenues that you can reach out to us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast. You can reach out to us on Twitter at fck underscore buddies. Uh, you can also send us an email if you want to, you know, put a whole big long thing in there. Um, or if you don't want it uh, seen by the general public, um, it's at uh, fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song Paper Stars. We also, um, we've had a guest... Our only guest um, on this podcast has been uh, Kyle Crawford. You might know him as that really funny, awesome guy we had on here. But we know him as one of our best friends. He's amazing. Incredible chef. Um, I don't know. I can't remember if we ever talked about it but yeah Kyle is did because I think you had the the horrendous like frozen spaghetti oh whatever the fuck old spaghetti or no crusty spaghetti crusty yeah Uh, Kyle's like a stupidly good chef like I can't describe to you how just how tasty and how amazing his food is and the best thing is he's all self-taught he doesn't even work as a chef he just cooks like 
just such good shit at home. Um, but what's really cool is lately uh, he's come into a, a lot of different opportunities. And I don't know what ones I can talk about, but one of which is there's a thing coming up um, and it's effectively, I forget what the actual event is called. Probably should have looked that up. Um, yeah. Let me double check. But basically... I do, do want to just quickly interject here. Um, Kyle also does a bunch of charity work. Oh, um, yeah. And he also makes these like really amazing home-cooked meals for people who either don't have the time or don't have the money. Mm-hmm. He, he deals a lot with... I don't know if Buns is a Toronto-based thing. I think it started and now is in a, a few other places. So if you're in Toronto, for sure, look him up on Buns. He makes food there, which is incredible. It's also notable. You might know him for, if you haven't, from the podcast already... He made uh, food for the homeless back in like December or, or November, and he he fed like yeah dozens and dozens of people. He, um, he does all this like sort of charity and goodwill stuff, and he and he gives these like amazing home cooked meals that people normally wouldn't be able to afford or to, make because his level make, of cooking yeah. is just stupid. Um, so it, they're they're essentially like he's selling or or like giving these these meals away, which are. I would equate to like five star fine dining restaurant quality meals yeah. to people who uh, probably wouldn't have eaten without him. Yeah, which is which is an amazing experience. One, they're they're getting food that they desperately need, and two, they're Damn they're getting something food. other than like canned yeah. soup and stuff like that, which they tend to temp- like normally rely on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it and it just brings a little bit more humanity back to those yeah. situations to be to be able to eat good food. I think everyone can like appreciate like. Some of the best parts of our day, like our week or our day or whatever, is when we get to eat really good food. Yeah, and it has such a, lot a of us bearing for on yeah on our mental health. Some people don't get any food, let alone good food. Uh, he also like recently, like we could sing his praises all day because he's amazing. But like he was teaching school kids how to cook there again for free, just kind of from the goodness of his own heart. A while back, uh, he's involved in some like Jewish organizations in the city um, and charitable things through them and everything. But either way. At the moment, he, he is uh, involved in this uh, this initiative where, effectively, he's trying to raise money for epilepsy in South Central Ontario. Um, and on top of that, the added bonus to the money he's raising is if he hits certain targets, uh, he's going to be able to cook with and learn with uh, celebrity chefs at an upcoming like food event. Uh, either way, we're both supporting him. And uh, if you would like to, too, uh, which I think you should because it's incredible, uh, we have a link to his thing. We're also going to post up on our Facebook uh, I think his eventual goal is is four thousand dollars. Four thousand dollars gets him. So like, I think right now he's in, now invited to the event because I think yeah, he's, he's, he's just, just about at a thousand, which is crazy. He's over in, a in like now. a week. Yeah. Um, if he hits four thousand, he gets to participate and join the team and actually like, like cook alongside like yeah. celebrity chefs, which would be like such and these a are great... people. I think it's um, I can't remember his name, but these are like master chefs, um, yeah. hosts, and um, contestants. Um, these are people who own restaurants. Yeah, like all and, like this the could world. be huge for him because he he's already so good. He deserves to be recognized. Anyway, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, if you want to go find that link, it's tiny.cc forward slash Kyle Chef. Um, and yeah, it's just it's it's a really great thing, both in general because it's giving to charity because it's supporting somebody who is an amazing person and because it's helping to cultivate somebody who has amazing talent that just, you know, deserves a spotlight, I think. Yeah, um, and also he's been on the podcast again, just out of the goodness of his own heart. Yeah. And we love him as a person. And I'm sure you guys love listening to his episodes. Uh, hopefully we'll have him on soon. Yeah. It, it's one of those things where you just like, you, there's no way you can feel bad about this. Like it's, it's literally going to do your heart so much good. Cause yeah. you're, you're helping Kyle 
who's awesome. You're helping people who need help, mm-hmm. and you're helping like you're help- helping good food. <laughs> yeah, um, it's 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 an amazing opportunity for both Kyle and for people who want to find a reason to give back or or an opportunity to help. Yeah. Also, if you're on buns, go check out his stuff because, like, I think it's Home Chef Kyle. Home Chef Kyle, I believe, is his. Um, yeah. But either way, it's like, God damn, his food is so fucking good. Yeah. Like, he, I, I he cannot... usually operates in the bits, which is like the buns currency. Yeah. And I think for a meal, it's 700 bits, which translates to $7. Oh, yeah. And it's so good. Yeah. And like I said, like, you're getting, like, fine dining quality food uh, for $7. Like, you would yeah. be paying, I would say, anywhere between, like, 25 to 40 dollars yeah for any of his dishes like he's cooked me dinner like so many times and it it literally makes my week if i know kyle's cooking dinner for me at some point like i'll be thinking about for like two weeks and he's also recently started baking oh my god and let me tell you guys if he wasn't already fucking good enough yeah his his cakes and fucking pies and shit also follow him on uh instagram even if like you just want to make yourself hungry because it's stupid also think it's also home chef kyle anyway yeah do it. Go donate. You know, you'll help everybody. Yeah. We love you, Kyle. All right. I'm going to get comfortable. Yeah. All right. Well, I found one. <sighs> so this is uh, Melvin Bragg's A Time to Dance. Ooh. The Ram of Sex. Is that a subtitle? Who fucking knows? Okay. We came together. Do you remember? Always tenderly, as first standing, like a chivalric introduction to what was to be a voluptuous sensual battle? Question mark. Just stood and kissed like children. Simply, body to body, skin to skin, you slightly stirring against me, myself disregarding for those seconds the ram of sex aching below. And then we would be on the bed, I touching you hungry, eyes closed, fingers inside you, Reaching into the melting fluid, rubbered silk, a relief map of mysteries, the eager clitoris, reeking of you, our tongues imitating the fingers, your hands gripping and stroking me, but also careful not to excite too much. And so I would fuck you gently, and then more strongly, and finally thrust in hard and suddenly let everything go. Slam into me, used to say, how you just slam into me. So the ram of sex is his penis. No, I think she was actually sitting on a ram. Oh. The only way they can <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, it's pretty bad. Oh, I'm sorry, dear. We can't fuck tonight. The ram of sex isn't present. He's out in the pastures. <laughs> the ram of sex has been put to pasture. Oh, no. And the lamb of sex can't hold up my weight. <laughs> <laughs> Kissing like children? Ew. I imagine that it's either just, like, really short and quick, like, pecs, or, like, just a stiff tongue just inserted. I just... And not knowing what to do after that. I just... It's... Why would you... When you're writing a sex scene... Yeah. The word children, unless you're saying, we did it to have children... Yeah. it, It just shouldn't be... Or we hid from the... We knew we had time before the children woke up, or the children weren't home, so we done fucked. Yeah. Just don't describe any part of the act. Like if, if you're using a simile or metaphor yes. that ends with a comparison to a child. Like a child trying to get a square through a circular hole. Don't do it. No, that's gross. Um also, that poor ram. <laughs> Hit me with 
My rhythm. Sweet, stick. sweet Dan. Dan says, Well, you shouldn't ask a woman to commit to a relationship or nothing after a breakup. Wait, what? Give me that one more time. <laughs> I usually don't want to hear Dan twice, but... It's, I don't think it's going to be any better. Okay. When you shouldn't ask a woman to commit to a relationship or nothing after a breakup, I can only assume he means you're giving them the ultimatum. Like, yo, relationship or nothing. Oh. After a break... Well, at least... I don't... I really don't <laughs> think Dan understands what a breakup is. That's the thing. Maybe... Maybe he doesn't. I, I fundamentally do not think he, he knows what that means. Yeah, because, like, again, it's one of those things where you're like, she's already made that choice. Yeah, she's, she's made that choice. It's and, the it's, nothing, It's Dan. nothing, bud. Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Can we just buy him, like, a dictionary? Yeah. Like a social dictionary? I don't know. Anyway, guys, you're all the best. Please, I know we shouldn't say that a third time, but reviews. We love you. Yeah, if you if you could hit us up with some ratings and reviews, also send us to your friends. Um, also, we got a new logo coming soon, so oh, keep yeah. your eyes peeled for that. And maybe a website. You don't know. You don't. You don't know. know me. You don't know. You don't know me. You're not my real mom. Um, but I am Dane Miller. Oh, hey, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I am uh, in Spain. and we are I'm your, your fuck, fuck buddies. buddies.